Hi everyone, and welcome to the Diaries of a Sleep Coach podcast. My name is Kai Liu, founder of Lullaby Liu, and I'm a pediatric sleep consultant who is here to share and talk about all things related to this journey we call motherhood, but specifically when it comes to getting our little ones sleeping through the night. Whether it's experience of how to working with families one-on-one, my own journey as a mother to my two girls, or taking the time to answer questions from all of you about your little one's sleep, I'm here to share what I know. Hi everyone, and before today's episode starts, I just want to say that I'm sorry for the sound quality. There's a couple of parts in here that are a little bit staticky, like right around the two minute mark for like 30 seconds, and then for a few seconds um, during the episode. It goes away, it's not like, it doesn't stick around for a long time, but it is a little bit annoying, and um, you could still hear me and everything, but I just wanted to say Sorry about that, and I hope it doesn't interfere with you listening to today's episode. I got a new microphone for podcasting, and not sure what I did wrong, but um, but yeah. So you'll you'll notice that, and I just wanted to mention it before the episode began. So enjoy today's episode. Thank you. Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Diaries of a Sleep Coach podcast. Thank you for being here, and um, thank you to all of those of you, that sounded weird, thank you to all of you who have um, gone into Apple Podcasts, subscribed, and left a review. I want to start today's episode with a review from one of you, so that is another cool thing about leaving these reviews is I am reading them out loud at the beginning of every podcast episode. So it's kind of fun to get like a little shout out. Today's review comes from Katie Vietze, or is it Vietze? Katie Vietze, Vietze. I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Um, The review says, listening to this podcast weekly is such a great reminder to keep my kids sleep a top priority. I'm more mindful of appropriate wake windows now, and that has been a game changer. The pacifier episode made me, made me think of um, what is the adult equivalent of a pacifier. My cell phone. If someone threw out our phones, we'd be a mess. That mindset has helped me be more patient with my little ones. Thank you for all of these helpful sleep tips, Kai. Thank you, Katie, for your review. And I really love that analogy of our cell phones. Like our little ones, pacifier is something they, you know, they're so attached to. And then when it comes a time, especially for our toddlers, that we want to take them away, of course, it's going to be difficult. And thinking about someone taking my cell phone away, like, gives me anxiety, which is probably a sign that I probably need to take um, bigger breaks from from it, I guess. But, um, but yeah, that's actually, I think I'm going to use that. So, Katie, thank you. I'm, like, totally going to use that analogy when I talk to other moms, um, especially when I'm working with clients who are struggling with the pacifier because that is such a good way to think about it. So thank you. All right. So this week's episode, I am really excited to have this conversation with you all. I, after last week's episode where I talked about the morning routine and how having our own like mama morning routine is super um, beneficial for us and it can really just start our day off right if we have some time to ourselves and we kind of do some self-care, whether that is meditating or exercising or just like having a shower, or maybe it's like sitting by yourself for 15 minutes and enjoying a coffee. 
and listening to a podcast, whatever it is, I think that having some sort of morning routine is um, extremely beneficial and that's what I talked about last week. So after putting out that podcast episode, I my sister, Trish, hi Trish, she, my, my older sister, love her, love you Trish, I know you're listening to this, she's always one of the first ones to listen to my episodes, um, so supportive, but um, she messaged me and she was like, are dads, are, are all of your friends, um, husbands or partners or are, are they all as involved, like, I just can't imagine being able to have like any sort of morning routine like the one you're talking about or the or even like what you're doing um or or just like imagining dads being as involved as Ethan or um yeah it just got me thinking I was like yeah I mean yeah everyone's I think that everyone for the most part a lot of my friends have partners who are really involved I think that sometimes like Ethan can be exception can be an exception because I feel like he um he like really takes it a step further and I'm used to it now because this is just how he is. I mean, okay, look, like in the very beginning when Maxine was a newborn, there were like a few where we were learning, right? We had just become parents and there were like moments where I felt resentful. And I think that there are still moments I feel resentful. I think that's super normal as a mom. Um, Even if your partner is like super involved and super helpful, I think like we still have these moments of feeling like, we're doing more when it comes to like the parenting part because usually us moms are doing more and that is just the way that it is. Um, But I do think that these, especially today, like this day and age, dads are way more involved than they were in the past. Um, You know, looking back and thinking of my own childhood, I, yeah, my dad was definitely not like the main caregiver whatsoever at all. Like, I don't remember him, you know, being really, like, involved in terms of, like, taking care of us the way that I see Ethan with Maxine and Sloan or the way that I see a lot of my friends' partners. Um, And I know that a lot of people still struggle with this. I know that a lot of, like, not a lot, but some of my friends have told me that their, their partner isn't as involved as they would like them to be or like even if their partner is super involved now maybe there was like a point in time where they weren't and it's something that a lot of us still struggle with but I do think that today dads are way more involved than they ever were before and in thinking about this I started doing like a little bit of research Um, I found this article on motherly that I really liked and I got some of these statistics from this article which um, were pretty cool, but um, and I wanted to share those with you guys. But yeah, I read that dads spend three times as much time with three times the amount of time with their children compared to dads two generations ago, which isn't like that's amazing, right? Like three times as much time with their little ones. Um, another statistic was that back in 1982, 43% of fathers admitted that they'd never changed a diaper, like that's insane. Like 50, almost 50% of dads admitted that they'd never changed a diaper, a diaper before. Um, and, and today, and this article I think was published in 2018. So like maybe this number is even lower now, but said that today that number is down to 3%, which is amazing. I, I actually know, I know some people who've, who've told me that they're, their husband or their partner has never really changed a diaper. And I'm just like, you just need to like leave the room when, 
you know, that diaper needs to be changed. It's like, oh, I have to go do something and then force him to do it. Obviously, like not the majority of the time. Um, I mean, if he does do it the majority of the time, that's great. There were actually last week, I don't know what day it was, but I was like close to the evening. Um, it was on, it was on a weekend because Ethan was home the whole, I mean, he's always home all day, but he wasn't working the whole day and it got to bath time. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I haven't changed Sloan's diaper once today. Like not once. And that's amazing. Um, because he, he just, he does it. I mean, obviously he does it, but, uh, but I know that's not like obvious. Like a lot of, a lot of dads still don't. And it's not like, it might not even be because they don't want to. They're just like used to mom always doing it. So it's just like, that's just how the balance is in the family. And it's not like they, they don't want to be more helpful. Maybe it's just, that's the way it is. And it's kind of like a habit now, if that makes sense. So, um, I think just sometimes we need to break those habits. Um, research shows that millennial dads have more egalitarian beliefs about childcare, and they believe that both partners should share the responsibilities when it comes to household duties and taking care of the kids. So a lot of, a lot of dads today believe that, um, mom should not do all of the work. Like even moms who are staying at home and, and dad is the, you know, bringing in the majority of the finances for the family. Like a lot of dads still believe that this household work and taking care of the kids is um, a big part of their responsibility too. And that's something that I think has definitely changed over the years. And there's huge benefits for dads to be more involved and in their, in their little one's lives, whether that's just spending more time with them on the weekends or (laughs) changing diapers and, you know, helping them get dressed or just like doing things alone with them, taking them out. Or like, for instance, in the mornings, like if you're giving mom a little break and she's kind of having her me time in the morning and you're spending that time with kids, there's huge benefits, um, especially with daughters. So for, for dads who are spending more time with their little ones, for daughters, this teaches them that they're no less than boys. And it teaches sons that cleaning and like doing dishes if they see their dad doing this, that it's not women's work because I think there can be this stereotype, right? Like, oh, dishes are for like women or like mom is the one that vacuums or um, no, that's not the case. And I think that showing our sons that men can do this too is like hugely beneficial for them because they're going to grow up and they are going to become that man that believes that men and women are equal. And Um, there's not a job that like women should be doing over men or vice versa. Um, so, so yeah, that, those are some really cool things that I read and, um, thinking about my own, you know, our own family dynamic and how I know every family dynamic is different. So when I, you know, when I'm reached out to by a lot of moms, I will say like 99% of the time, it is mom that reaches out to me. I have had like a couple of dads reach out, but it's very rare. Um, and usually the I have to remind them that I, I do want dad on the phone too when we discuss like the the plan and like how we're going to get their little ones sleeping better. Um, but it's like very obvious that mom is in charge of this, right? And this is normal. But I have worked with a few few moms who really want their partner to be more involved and they want them to help out with well right now I'm talking about like sleep training specifically and and their partner's just not as involved as they would like and so 
the next part of this episode, I really want to talk about how do we get our partners more involved? So if you're in the position where you feel like your your partner isn't as involved with your your little one as you wish that as you wish they would be, then maybe it's just something like having a conversation can solve. So maybe maybe your partner feels like they can't be more involved. Maybe they feel like you've kind of taken over and um, this role, like your your mom role, and doing the things that you you do your way is kind of like formed and they feel like they're getting in the way if they try to do things differently or they're like getting in the way if they try to spend more time with your little one. Um, I don't know, like that conversation is going to look different for everybody, but I think just like deciding that you want to have that conversation and you want to talk about the fact that you feel like they're not as involved as you wish they would be, obviously coming from like a loving position, like not accusing them of not spending time with your your kids or not like coming from um, this like negative emotion at all. Like you, you want to be loving and you want to be supportive and you want to come from a place of like, hey, I've noticed that it seems like you, maybe you don't feel like you're able to like spend as much time with, um, say if I was having this conversation with Ethan, like, hey, like I feel like maybe you feel like I don't give you the, the time to spend with Maxine and Sloan, just like the three of you. So maybe we can talk about ways in which that like you can you can have like your time with them and um so they can really have like that that one-on-one or I guess two-on-one time with you because I feel like they really love being with their dad and they love spending that time with you and and I don't think they're getting enough of that. Or, you know, however you want that to go. But don't come at it like, hey, you're not spending any time with them and like this isn't fair. Or, you know, however you can imagine a negative a negative conversation going because if you come from a place of like blame or um, accusing, then it's just not going to go well and it's probably going to end up worse than it was before. So yeah, just coming from a place of love and like understanding and um, and also like understanding that sometimes we, especially for us moms, this is so true for me, we like things to be done a certain way. So whether that's um, how we we get them ready for bed or how we what they okay I'll actually give you an example today. So I I made the girls breakfast because Ethan went out to do his workout first. Usually I've been doing mine first, but this morning he asked if he could do his workout first. Cool, that's fine. So he went out to go do his workout. So I was doing breakfast for the girls. I made them pancakes. So like every morning we make them pancakes and eggs and fruit. Um, and they, Maxine, did she, no, yeah, Maxine didn't eat very much. Sloan ate quite a bit. It was good. Ethan comes back and he said, he asked me if they ate their breakfast and I was like, oh yeah, Sloan did really well. Maxine didn't eat so much. And then like, he immediately was like, Maxine, do you want some cereal? And I responded like really quickly saying, no, she can't have cereal. I don't want them eating cereal every morning. You know, sugar cereal is like just basically pure sugar and they already had a yogurt which had sugar in it blah 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 and um this and that Sloan was excited ran over asking for a bowl because she also wanted cereal I was annoyed because I didn't want them to eat cereal it's it's dumb I know like probably some of you listening are wondering why I even got annoyed at this at all I know and and when I say I don't want them eating cereal every morning they literally never eat cereal like maybe once 
or twice a month. And it's not even like, it's fine. Cereal is fine. That's like what I grew up eating every day. But it's like in that moment, I I was thinking, no, I don't want them to eat cereal for breakfast. I want them to eat their eggs and their pancakes and strawberries. And I'm just like trying not to have like something sugary be the first thing that they eat in the morning. And um, by no means am I the type of mom who doesn't allow sugar. Trust me, they eat plenty of that. But I, yeah, in that moment, I didn't want them to have cereal. And he was like, going to give them cereal. I was about to go out for my run. So I should have just not said anything and just let him do his thing because, you know, he is dad and he can make decisions too. If he wanted to give them a little bit of cereal, then whatever, like it's fine. It's not worth having an argument over. The point that I'm trying to make is we as moms do things a certain way and we like things to be done our way. So when we hand over these duties to dad, a lot of the time we'll like hand over, we'll hand it over, but we want them to do it the way that we do it. And that's just not, that's just not how it works, right? Like we all have our own way. Um, You as a mom have your own way. Your partner as a dad has your own way. And we have to be okay that we have to be okay with the fact that they're going to do things differently. So I think a lot of the time our partners feel like they're not as involved or like they can't be as involved because we don't let them because we want to do things our way. And if they do things differently, then we like get upset or annoyed. And I think that is a big, a big reason that a lot of, um, a lot of dads feel like they can't be as involved. So I'm just saying that because maybe, maybe that's the main issue and you really just kind of have to let them do their thing and not really worry about it, right? Like say you went out for the day and you came home. Maybe if you were home during the day, the dishes would have been done and like things would have been picked up, but you come home and the house is a mess. You get really annoyed and upset, but look, they're doing their best. They're taking care of the kids. Maybe they're not able to balance things as well as you do because you know, you do this day in and day out, especially if you're a stay at home mom. Um, so just be happy that they're there and they're, they're helping. They're not helping. They should help, of course, but they're there and they're, um, they're taking care of the kiddos because I think that a lot of families struggle with this. And I think a lot of, a lot of moms feel burnt out because their partners aren't as involved. So, so yeah, just having that conversation and communicating how you feel because sometimes they don't even, they don't even realize that they're, they're not as involved either. Like, Maybe so, you know, thinking about the fact that you, you've had this conversation or you've communicated how you feel or you're you're at the point where you, you realize that you need to just like let go of wanting things done a certain way. Um, maybe, like I was saying before, they don't they don't even realize they're not involved. They're just following in the footsteps of how it was taught to them or um, what they experienced as a child. Maybe they experienced their dad working and you know, he would go to work every day. He would come home and I don't know, like maybe he would, you know, eat dinner and watch some TV, but mom was always doing all of the work, all of the work. And so that's what he's used to. And that's not his fault, right? Like it's not his fault that he, he never saw it done another way. And he thinks that this is just normal and he doesn't need to be as involved or like maybe a lot of his friends aren't involved and he thinks that's the norm too. 
I don't know. So just, yeah, having that conversation, like not feeling like they're doing it on purpose, um, which I hope none of, nobody would do that on purpose, like making or or knowing that like maybe you feel burnt out or knowing that you you feel overwhelmed, but yet they're still like not, you know, thinking that help needs to be done or they need to like step in and um, take the kiddos one day a week for an hour or whatever it may be. But um, yeah, it just might be that they, they don't realize it. So once again, that comes back to like having that conversation um, and discussing with them your, your needs and like why you think they need to be more involved. And um, I think our kids really, you can see like such a big difference even in the last few weeks with COVID-19, Ethan having to be home. Like I, I will say like he's super involved. He's always been super involved. But now, of course, he's home every day. He's working from home. So the girls are spending way more time with him. And he is home for dinner every night, obviously. And it's just like such a special thing to see the girls and his relationship becoming even stronger. And um, not that it wasn't strong in the past, but I can just see it becoming stronger because he is home every day and like he's even more more involved now and they get to spend more time together and it's it's really nice and um I yeah I just want that for everyone like who has the opportunity to like share that with their partner you know I know like not everyone is in the position to have this but I feel like if you if you and your partner are both home and especially right now of course like you're both working or one of you is working the the duties are not going to be equal. It's not going to be 50-50 maybe. Um, But I think just kind of aiming for a more balanced number is, is such a good thing. And just like, just having, giving, giving space and giving time to your partner to really like do things their own way and be more involved um, is, is, yeah, it's like a blessing for, it's a blessing for you and and in your marriage, if you're married or just your relationship in general, it's a blessing for your kiddos. Um, It's just like a huge, huge positive for everyone all around. And I think it's important for us to, to really have that conversation and um, think about our family dynamics and like what we want it to look like, especially if we're not satisfied with our current situations. Um, So yeah, so that's that's the the episode today. Um, I I really want to tie this into like sleep training too because so like I was saying in the beginning, I do talk to a lot of moms who want their their partners to be involved and they're they're afraid they're not going to be on board with sleep training because I do ask for a lot of the times I ask for the dad actually if if it's a possibility I ask for dad to be the one who steps in the first night to three nights actually, because one of the main issues a lot of the time is that babies or toddlers are super attached to mom. And like a lot of their sleep associations come from that attachment to mom. And so having dad step in the first couple of nights can really like, first of all, alleviate that stress for mom because it can be hard. Um, And then also it can just make it a little bit easier on the kiddo if that that sleep association, AKA mom is just like removed from from the picture altogether. Um, so a lot of them, a lot of moms are hesitant because they, they feel like their partner maybe won't be as involved. And it's really cool because a lot of the time, um, once we have that conversation, so 
once I begin working with a family and I create a plan, we have a an hour-long phone call. Usually it's about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. And I like both mom and dad to be on the phone if that's possible. But um, yeah, a lot of the time, dad is way more involved than mom expected. And I could just tell that she's um, not only surprised, but just so happy and excited to be you know, doing this together with, um, with dad and they're both involved. And, um, it's really great too, because I feel like it's something that obviously like our little one's sleep is hugely beneficial. If you're the one who's been waking up in the middle, in the middle of the night with your little one, then obviously it's like extremely beneficial for you. But I don't think we realize like how much it affects our partners too, because when we're waking up during the night, we're tired, we, you know, we can be like more snappy, especially, I don't know about you, but with me, when I'm not getting the sleep that I need, like the first person I kind of take out my frustrations on is Ethan, because I don't want to, I'm not going to take it out on Maxine and Sloan, obviously. And he's the next person there. So, so yeah, like it can really just like be such a, a positive thing for relationships. And when I see that dad is involved and, um, it just makes me so happy. And I think, I think that, yeah, it's, it's something that a lot of, a lot of us maybe don't expect, but, um, I will say that when I'm working with a lot of these families, dads are usually involved and that's not always the case, of course, but, um, but yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool to like see that relationship kind of blossom in the couple of weeks that I'm working with them. And also it's like really cool to see dad as excited about the fact that little Johnny's sleeping through the night. Um, I've actually never, I haven't worked with a family with a little one named Johnny, but that's just the name that came to mind. So, so yeah, whether you're just, you know, thinking about parenthood in general, or if this is like specific to wanting to sleep train your little one, having that conversation with your partner, um, that like their involvement means so much to you is an important conversation to have. And maybe just let them listen to this podcast, this episode, especially, well, this, yeah, probably not all of the other episodes your partner might be, might not be interested in listening to, but maybe have them listen to, listen to this episode. Um, because I think that a lot of, a lot of us might not realize, you know, we just might not realize that we're not as involved as we thought we were and it'll just kind of get them thinking. Um, or maybe it'll, it'll just be like a little hint. Um, so, so yeah, I, I hope this, this episode is helpful to you and it kind of makes you think about some conversations that you you want to have with your partner in terms of like involvement with your little ones or maybe it's just like you know wanting them to do the dishes once a week I don't know whatever it is like you you know if you feel like they're not as involved as you'd like them to be and you know the conversation that you need to have so That's a wrap for today's episode. I hope you all have a great weekend ahead of you. Um, I know for a lot of us, it's things are starting to open up slowly. And I know that social distancing is still a thing, but um, I think we're, we're able to start doing a little bit more, which is nice. Um, So I hope that you can, you know, spend time this weekend, maybe going and getting an ice cream or at the ice cream shop that's been closed or, uh, you know, just like taking a little break and going and getting a coffee or something, um, taking some time to yourself. So yeah, thank you so much. And I will see you all next week and enjoy your weekend. Bye.